peace to you. I am the voice of war. And I thank you for allowing me into your home and heart. Long ago, I watched a documentary on television that fascinated me. It featured a mongoose, despite its small size, bravely attacking a king cobra. The mongoose, although unassuming, is fierce and relentless. The snake, particularly the king cobra, on the other hand, is a feared and deadly reptile. It turns out that in every encounter between a mongoose and a snake, there can only be one winner, the mongoose. The mongoose is the natural nemesis of snakes, and no snake has ever overcome an attack by a mongoose. And the king cobra is the favorite prey. However, when a king cobra confronts a mongoose, it does not surrender without a fight. The snake fiercely battles for its life, though the mongoose eventually kills it. This struggle between the would-be victor mongoose and the soon-to-be vanquished snake can last for about an hour, which is a significant amount of time in the animal kingdom. But in the end, there can only be one victor, the mongoose. The story of the mongoose and the snake paints a vivid picture of the spiritual battle taking place in the realm of the spirit, the battle between Jesus Christ and Satan. In this battle, Christ, like the mongoose, always triumphs over Satan, also referred to as that old serpent. The battle between Christ and Satan is unlike any other. It is a spiritual battle fought with powerful spiritual weapons, such as the word of God, the preaching of the gospel, and the prayers of Christians demolish and destroy every stronghold, argument, or obstacle Satan erects to hinder people from knowing Christ. This battle is fought within the minds and hearts of individuals where Christ and Satan vie for dominion. Every person is either in the kingdom of Satan or in the kingdom of God. While Jesus desires to set individuals free from sin and enable them to live righteously before God, Satan seeks to keep people in perpetual bondage to him. Jesus referred to Satan as a thief whose purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy individuals through sinful behaviors, addictions, and perversions. Jesus, on the other hand, offers eternal life to those who embrace him. The struggle between Jesus and Satan is one experienced by everyone in the world. We can choose to live a life that ends in destruction or one that leads to eternity with God. Satan's strategy is to prevent Jesus from gaining access to people's lives because he knows that when their paths cross, Jesus will be the ultimate victor. To achieve his goal, Satan tries to keep people uninterested in God's word by discouraging Bible reading and discrediting the power of the genuine gospel. By engaging in Bible reading, scripture study, and listening to the preaching of the gospel, Jesus has access to people's lives and defeats Satan and his demons. When Christians pray, God moves to discomfit Satan. However, Satan gets Christians to pray selfish prayers so that he can continue to keep people in bondage. And when Christians intercede for souls, Satan tries to discourage them by making the people they are interceding on behalf of act worse. The Bible tells us how Daniel prayed but got no answer until after 21 days because Satan withstood the angel, bringing the answer from getting through. But thank God, today we have the name of Jesus, at the mention of which every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of the Father. Thus, Christians must persist in prayer and not give up until Christ has dominion over the unsaved. Every human being, regardless of background, belongs in Satan's kingdom. However, when a person embraces the gospel, they become a member of God's kingdom and Satan's influence in their life is destroyed. It is written that Jesus, the Son of God, came to destroy the works of Satan. In places where the reading of the Bible or the preaching of the gospel is forbidden, people are kept in perpetual bondage to Satan. Even when the Bible is accessible, Satan cunningly gives the impression that the Bible is just an ordinary book, portraying it as lacking power and effectiveness. He does this to continue keeping people in bondage. However, when individuals open themselves to the gospel, they are saved 
from sinful, harmful, and addictive living and become children of God, living in righteousness. The praying Christian is especially useful and helpful in making people receptive to the gospel and thus be saved through intercessory prayers. People are rebellious against God and disobedient to his instructions. From the moment of birth, Satan reigns supreme in people's lives. Hence, children without any prompting lie and are nasty and violent. But whenever a person welcomes God's word in their life, a radical change occurs. Satan and his forces are dislodged, allowing the person to worship God freely in spirit and truth. Satan knows that if you receive God's word, he would be forever dislodged from your life. Thus, he will go to great lengths to prevent you from hearing the authentic gospel by filling the place with fake gospels, making you unwilling to listen to the true gospel because of the unholy conduct of so-called ministers of the gospel who really are Satan's ministers. When Jesus enters your life, the battle for supremacy begins. Jesus first dislodges Satan and then reigns supreme, granting you a real, rich, and full life, which is eternal life. Regardless of how long it takes, Jesus persistently fights for your soul until complete victory, akin to the mongoose's fight with a snake, is achieved. That is why there is opposition and resistance against the reading of the Bible and the preaching of the authentic gospel, as well as prayer. The preaching of the gospel is how God powerfully saves all who believe it. Whenever someone is receptive to the gospel, their deliverance to a better life begins. Over 30 years ago, I struggled with alcohol addiction. My condition grew worse as my craving for alcohol only increased, despite trying various recommendations that included avoiding social outings. Going out with friends and being exposed to alcohol caused me to sink deeper into my addiction. To address the issue, I turned to my late father's King James Bible and started reading it from the book of Romans. Although I did not understand the content, I persevered, reading chapter after chapter until I came across Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, which reads, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. These verses spoke to me deeply, though I did not understand what they meant. In frustration, I threw the Bible aside. However, something remarkable happened. From that moment, I began to hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. At that time, I did not know it was Him. The Holy Spirit spoke about Jesus as one who had witnessed the events concerning Jesus. He told me that Jesus died and rose from death for my sake, and that I needed Jesus in my life. These communications with the Holy Spirit spanned over three years. The Holy Spirit continued speaking to me despite my continual imbibing of alcohol and refusal to accept his assertions about Jesus Christ. One day, a friend invited me to a breakfast meeting. Reluctantly, I attended. During the meeting, the gospel was preached and an invitation was extended to those who wanted Jesus in their lives. Against my own will, I found myself going forward as if propelled by an external force. Standing there and wondering what I was doing, I again heard the Holy Spirit, whom I had not heard from for about six months, say to me, I brought you here, but you are free to turn back. At that moment, I replied silently in my mind, from here, I am never going back. Suddenly, something left my body, and I knew without a doubt that I was forever free from the grip of alcohol. From that point on, I became a child of God, with the Holy Spirit visibly present in my life. You see, from the day I began reading the Bible, my journey towards salvation began. Even though I did not know it at the time, my life became a battleground where Christ and Satan clashed. Although the battle lasted almost four years, Jesus emerged victorious and my life underwent a radical transformation from slavery to alcohol and sin to freedom in God. The same transformation can happen to anyone open to the Holy Spirit. 
give yourself a chance at life. That real, rich, and full life. Read the Bible, listen to an authentic gospel, and be receptive to the Holy Spirit. Soon, you will experience true freedom. Not the freedom to do as you please, or the superficial freedom that people pretend to have, but a freedom like no other, administered by God Himself. Everyone's salvation experience is unique, and yours will be too. What matters is your willingness to embrace the gospel, which sets in motion an epic battle between Jesus and Satan. For your soul, rest assured, Jesus will emerge victorious, regardless of how long the battle may last. If you are willing, why not ask God to help you receive Jesus in your life now? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the word that you have spoken in the hearing of many today. I ask Almighty God that as many as have received your word, let the battle begin for their souls. We know that you'll be victorious. And so, Father, I commit and commend each of these souls into your hands, knowing fully well that you are more than able to take care of them. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.